Hi guys, this is Jennifer. And this is Paige. And this is Big Book Energy. Welcome back to our final bonus episode of season three. This is our final episode of Phone a Friend, at least for the time being. And today we have a very special guest with us, Diana. Hi. And Diana has picked a book for us to read today that we are very excited to get into. And that is Period Power by Maisie Hill. All right, let's talk about period power. First, I wanted to give some information on the author, Maisie Hill. I'll be linking her website in the show notes. So if you want to take a look at her website, um, it's pretty interesting. So I definitely recommend it if you're interested in what we talk about today. But just a brief bio. I'm not going to pretend that I came up with this on my own. I'm going to be reading it (laughs) off of her website. Maisie Hill is a highly qualified and sought after menstrual health expert with over 15 years of experience as a practitioner, coach, and birth doula. Maisie knows the power of working with the menstrual cycle and believes that our hormones are there to serve us and help us get what we want out of life. In the growing trend for women to get a handle on their menstrual cycle and hormones, Maisie is a go-to authority and is quoted in publications from The Guardian to Grazia. Her first book, Period Power, came out May 2nd, 2019 and became an instant bestseller, reaching the top 50 of all books on Amazon. Apparently... She also published a second book, Perimenopause Power. That's a lot. Perimenopause Power. I love the alliterations. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's a lot of peas. (laughs) Really punching you in the face. It says that it was published March 4th, 2020. I did not look into whether or not that was the case. I know with some publication dates, coronavirus, you know, did something. But this is March 4th, so it probably did come out March 4th of last year. It was a little early for coronavirus to start ruining everyone's lives and wrecking their plans. (laughs) No shit. So yeah, uh, that is Maisie Hill. Now you might have noticed in this bio, there isn't really any mention of credentials. And that's because I'm not going to say she doesn't have any. She, She definitely does. But they're not really what we would consider traditional credentials. So she has a bachelor's in science, so a BS in Chinese medicine acupuncture. Yeah, I'll just say her credentials are alternative. So she has a degree in acupuncture. She also has diplomas in she has diplomas in life coaching, reflexology, aromatherapy, massage, and this one is I don't even know what this was and I didn't look it up beforehand. Um the Arvigo or Arvigo Techniques of Maya Abdominal Therapy. And she also has a postgraduate diploma in pediatric acupuncture. So you can see the emphasis in terms of her credentials is very much skewed towards Chinese medicine and also other alternative therapies. So we're not looking at someone who has a more traditional like MD um, or anything like I'd that. I'd also interject just a little bit to mention yeah. as a doula, she's probably gone through tons of certification trainings. Yes. So there's also that. Like it seems very like hands-on education, like more Chinese traditional but like also traditional in like this realm of like midwifery and like hands-on training under someone apprenticeship style education it seems. Yeah, I I do know to be a doula, I wouldn't actually be all that surprised if she kind of had some credentials that were like close to like a nurse Mm -hmm. practitioner in that way. 
because obviously as a doula, you, you have to be, uh, <laughs> you have to have those. <laughs> you have to know what you're talking about. Um, otherwise, you're going to put women in danger when they're giving birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are her credentials. Oh, yeah. Also, she's currently training, of course, at the time that this website was updated. I'm not sure if she's already completed her training as a nutritional therapist at the College of Naturopathic Medicine. All right. So that is Maisie Hill. So you can kind of tell already that we're going to be getting like a very different approach to women's health than what we traditionally get, which is a very rigid Western, um, often male dominated (laughs) or male mediated perspective of women's health. This book is difficult to summarize because it tackles like a lot of different topics and usually only has like a couple or, you know, like two to 10 pages on each subject that it's addressing. All right. So rather than trying to basically just read the book to you point by point, I'm just going to briefly go over the different sections that are in the book. And then I'm going to go really more in depth with Hill's kind of explanation of the menstrual cycle itself. And I'll explain more about what I mean by that in a second. So the very large first portion of this book is really dedicated to the anatomy um, of the female reproductive system, which, you know, most people would be shocked to learn is not taught very well (laughs) and most people don't really know (laughs) shocked yes i guess i guess it's like people would be shocked to know that women don't know their own bodies Mm -hmm. but at the Mm -hmm. same time it it makes total sense it makes total sense because women are not taught their own bodies in great detail in most cases i feel like i'm kind of like a different case but we'll talk about that when we get the discussion section I can talk. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a very large section on anatomy, which is really helpful because lots of women don't really get great sex education in school or through any other means. So oftentimes they don't even have like the technical medical language with which to describe themselves, which is pretty pretty crazy when you think about it. The next section that's kind of related to anatomy or builds off of this um, kind of anatomy lesson that she's giving is when Hill breaks your menstrual cycle down into different seasons is what she calls it. Um, So just like the regular calendar year, you have like a winter, spring, summer, and fall. She breaks down what's happening in your menstrual cycle to fit within different seasons. I'm going to break those down in a little bit. I just want to finish talking about the main points that are addressed. So the next section of the book, I kind of described it as moving through the phases of womanhood. So there's um, some information for teens or people who are, you know, approaching their menstrual cycle or just started their menstrual cycle. There are sections on like fertility. There are sections on perimenopause. So yeah, basically moving you through chronologically, like over your lifetime as a woman, what you experience. The next large section is basically how to treat yourself, how to treat yourself. I'm just like getting like all the Parks and Rec flashbacks from that, personally. Yes. (laughs) Which is essentially diet, exercise, sleep. It's very clear that she is very passionate about gut health Mm -hmm. is a huge thing for her. So really taking care of your microbiome through various different healthy lifestyle behaviors, which obviously include exercise and sleep as well. And then the last section addressed in the book are kind of what are the problems you can encounter 
with your cycle. So things like, yeah, (laughs) I was going to say things like PMS, PMDD, but also things like amenorrhea or PCOS as well. So yeah, those are the main sections of the book. I'm going to go back to the seasons of the cycle now. Can I just say, reading the first chapter of this book, I spent every few paragraphs Mm. going, huh, that's the sound for this book. Huh. 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 Yeah. Huh. Or, oh. Now that makes sense. (laughs) That was like, that was like me going through, basically like through the seasons and maybe even a little later when she's just talking about all the hormonal shifts Uh and like what those can do to you. And I was like, oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yes. (laughs) Let us talk about some seasons here. So she starts off with a winter, which is representative of your period menstruation. Yay. Yay. (laughs) So it's during this time that your hormones crash to their lowest level in your cycle. And this can cause you to potentially experience a variety of symptoms I mean, obviously, in a, in addition to your actual period symptoms, but things like anxiety, overwhelm, emotional instability, fatigue. You can also deal with, it's kind of interesting, he'll, it's almost like spiritual, mm-hmm. I feel like, like an, a spiritual experiencing of your period. So a lot of the things that she talks about for each season are um, almost like spiritual recommendations. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily something you would think of. So what I mean by that, um, Hill says the experience of winter itself could also include, obviously, pain, um, but a release of premenstrual pressure, meaning goodbye bloating, but also goodbye emotional tension, among other things. You can experience emotional upheaval, physical awareness, and also she mentions something that I have never experienced and was a little thrown off by it. You could enter a fog or dreamlike dreamlike state, perhaps an altered state of consciousness. Yeah, the hallucinations? Yes, hallucinations even. Yeah, which I was like, I have never experienced this. I've never heard of anyone experiencing any experiencing I it had either. either. But apparently it comes from once again just kind of like this upheaval in your hormones. Thank you for listening today. Our final bonus episode of season three. We will be giving some updates on what's happening in season four sometime in the month of June. So definitely stay tuned for that. You can keep up with us on social media. We have an Instagram and a Twitter, both of them at big underscore book underscore energy. We also have a website, bigbookenergy.com, where you can find our book reviews, which we are actually regularly publishing now that we've started a Nebula nominee review series so visit bigbookenergy.com for that and if you are interested in purchasing the book for today you can always head on over to our bookshop store that's bookshop.org slash shop slash bigbookenergy and you'll be supporting the podcast you'll be getting a great book at the same time i messed that up a little bit but that's okay shout out to tally sound booth for letting me hang out in their studio today oh 100 <laughs> Diana's audio is going to be the best. It's going to be great. And ours, ours will pale. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. They will. As long as I didn't. I'm looking forward it. to listening to it while I'm. Ah, I mean, I hit good. the mic a You're few good. times, so I apologize for your ears. It's okay. No worries. I'm not going to wear headphones whenever oh, I'm editing this, so it'll be. <laughs> no worries at all. 
We also have a Patreon account if you would like to support us that way. If you are not either a ninja or a mage, you're going to get a much, much shorter version of this episode. If you want the full discussion and you want the full discussion, head on over to patreon.com slash bigbookenergy and sign up for one of our tiers. It's worth it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we will see you back here in season four. Bye. 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 Nothing pisses me off more when some, than when someone asks me if I'm PMSing and I actually am PMSing. And like, yep. <laughs> oh, oh, the that's fire the rage. Oh, the rage that deep I within my chest just. of just, <laughs> you're lucky I can't just summon an arrow and bow right now because I would stab you with it. I'm sure we could pull up Melius Maleficarum and see how to summon a demon. I'm sure we could. <laughs> I mean... I fix your problem right now. Uh, Paige, I don't know what you're talking about. I am the demon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well played. Um, yeah, that's how that works. So we perform my period. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>